Now, before we get into that, um, it's just a, it's been obviously a couple of weeks since we were last on, and like I'm still ever. smiling from ear to ear from my little session that, that we oh, had today. We had terrible waves. No, no, okay, that was small. There were small waves. So we went out with no fun. expectations, am yeah. I right? Yeah. Okay, so zero expectations, but we went and surfed. I had a five foot two fat little quad, and you, yeah. had, you were finless, and Jeremy was finless. And we all ended up swapping boards, but what an amazing yeah. session. Oh, it, was, it was so good. So I ended up spending, because I went in for very, uh, very early on, and I ended up surfing for nearly three hours on this finless quad, so many waves, and it was... It was the, the smile on my face afterwards, but there was loads of loads of uh, lessons to be to be learned. So many life from, from the smile. So many unexpected life bulb moments. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you rode the finless, and we we were both talking about it afterwards as to as to how when you sort of stood up, all, all of a sudden it was it was able to sort of hold, and, well, and the, you the had more back. It was it was it was crazy. So this so we made these finnesses. About a month or so ago, um, we haven't really ridden them that much. I've gone out a few times on it, just trying to get the hang of it. Um, to be honest, the surf's been crap. Yeah, it hasn't been um, finless surfing material. Whereas today, pan out to be a great day. For yeah, it. and so we've been trying to get the hang of these finless boards. And yeah, today was just, <coughs> just one of those awesome sessions where we, I we, a lot we about both caught waves together and we dropped in like screaming girls, like at a. <laughs> Well, Beaver concert. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and Ant was spinning and I was spinning and like, oh, it was epic. So, it's, so it was really good. Now, one thing that I've, I've, I've found really interesting is that the last few surfs that we've had, they've been in really small conditions, but you've been riding, what, what, what length is it? 5.2? Yeah, so the last board that I rode was a 6.10 mid-length, the, yep. the green avocado. And it's high volume, and I absolutely love it. Um, oh, what happened is I saw Bobby Martinez, one of my favourite surfers, surfing these tiny waves and just almost like like skateboarding the wave, mm. like just doing full turns on like knee high waves. And I was like, wow, I want to do that. So um, I took an old favourite shape of mine, um, thought about the outline, what I wanted, made this funky little five foot two. And can't get off it. Yeah, so absolutely love so it. So if you've been watching for a while, you'll know that, that, that Clayton always talks about don't go for short, short, uh, wide, short, wide, and flat boards. And mine is short. It's wide, but it's not flat. Okay, okay. There's V in the bottom. There's concave. There's rocker. There's there's a hell of a lot to actually make it feel like it's superboard. Yeah, I'm I'm watching Clayton surf this thing, and it's tiny. Like when Clayton's holding onto it. I could probably use it as a hand blade when I was if I was body surfing. That's how small it is, and but you just catch every single wave on it, which has absolutely blown my mind. Watching in those conditions, I was sort of thinking, yeah, I'd take out a, like my soft top or something with loads of volume, and you're riding this tiny thing. And yeah. Waves. So the the funny thing is, like, the, I can almost ride some swells on it, and and just just figure eight on it, and it's yeah, yeah because you, you were catching waves that hadn't even broken. Yeah, it was, it was sick. And just taking it all the way in. And even when it fades, you can still kind of like get through fat sections and reconnect. Yeah, I was hoping so that the board would have actually been in the room, but it's it's it's, it's not in here. So yeah, maybe in the, in, in in the, the next slide, I'll bring it out. It's living in the van right now. Van life. Oh, look, we've got uh, Liam. 
uh, if, you, if you don't bend from your knees, Finless uh, will beat you down till you do. Oh, so honestly, my knees were complaining. And then I think I waved it to you after I was standing up straight, like, oh, this is so good not bending my knees. But I did get it. However, however, in saying that, and we'll, we'll get into the forward quadrants of surfing in just a moment, just to let a few people jump on. This, so I was paddling back out on on my board and you caught a wave on the finless yeah and it clayton took off as if it was an as if you're riding a normal surfboard and it was for me this was a big light bulb moment because i watched you stand up you just put your hands forwards your coffee cup forwards you leant and that finless just, dug just in, tracked, huh? and you were stood up as if you were on a standard surfboard you won't crouch down like like most finless surfers do and this thing just just but, suddenly just took off. So that's the beauty like, wow. about finless surfing is that the board reacts to your body. Mm. So remember on one wave I said, and you're going left foot, left hand forward, and I said switch arms, and you did quite a lot, and then the board actually tracked the other way. Yeah. Because like in, in bicycle terms, that would be a turn that way. So I was going, well, you pushed it too much, and I was like, level the hands. And then I actually saw you do some of your best surfing throw. Some of my so best surfing on a finless surfboard. That says a lot about my normal surfing. No, it's just you took control of the ride. And sometimes I feel like you get disconnected. But today, without fins and on a weird board, you're totally connected. And like, I don't know how to explain that properly. Mm. But it's almost when you body surf, you're connected. Today, on that board, you were connected. Well, I think you said it. Because with fins, sometimes you can surf flat and you can get away with it. Yeah. I call that flat surfing, like being disconnected. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think that that with with your regular surfboard, you've got that that safety net. It's 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 what you always know. So you can kind of be a little bit lazy. But when you go on like a on a new board that you've never ridden before, or finless, all of a sudden you you're like, okay, I've got to I've got to activate everything that I know yeah. to try and make this work. But without holding tension in in that moment, and yeah, it just sort of came. Out. So I, I, I'm, I'm still excited now. Of our today's session. Anyway, um, look, let's get into the four <laughs> quadrants of serving. It's something that, uh, that Clayton and I have been have, have been talking about. Before we just bring the iPad up, if you haven't gone in and downloaded the free four-week program, which has got uh, Clayton's PDF and everything like that, then make sure that you head over to onbi.co, click the little surf, join surf hacks button. Even if you're a member of here, go to the website, click the surf hacks button, enter in your email, and we'll send you through a whole bunch of free information that's gonna help you take your surfing to the to the next level. Let's not show So you. we've had some guys go, hello from Italy, good morning lads, and hello from Sardinia. Sardinia. Where is Sardinia? I got no idea where that is. It's where, look at the, look at the thumbnail. It's where, I'm assuming, where that wave there is. It looks sick, the right-handers. Sardinia, I'm gonna Google it in a minute. I feel like I should know. Okay. Okay, so the four quadrants of surfing. Give a bit of a give a bit of background to this. We're going to bring the iPad up on the screen in a minute. We're going to show you what, what we mean by the four quadrants of surfing. Now, uh, I did notice that we had somebody asking, "Is this the unconsciously incompetent?" Consciously, consciously incompetent. incompetent. That's the, so. It's not really that. So I suppose you could apply that to this, but this this is. We we want to explain to you your surfing journey. Yeah. And try to. Let you find out where you're at. Yeah. So um, it'll it will affect the decisions you make, the boards you ride. It will make you understand why you're going wrong, um, where your where your mind's at, which is actually you even said 
today with that quote that you showed me this evening, how you're going to default to this like primitive setting. Mm. Um, and if you're aware of that, I think that's the first part where you can start changing habits yeah. um, and starting to improve your surfing. Yeah. So what, we're, what I'm about to say now is probably going to get a few people maybe sort of instantly thinking, no, 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 you're completely wrong. But one of the big problems that we find here, one of the big mistakes that we see a lot of people making here at Onbeat is that in order to improve their surfing, they, they only focus on going out surfing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll get, if, it, if I just go out in the water and surf more, I'll become a better surfer. Now, while going out in the water and surfing is a great way to improve your surfing, it's not necessarily the fastest path, is it? So I had a very short two-year pro career. And <clears throat> I'd say the reason behind that was I put so much pressure on myself and so much tension. And I went and I trained and I had coaches and I just surfed, surfed, surfed and surfed to a point where I didn't really enjoy it unless it was big and barely and I was like the adrenaline kicked in. I kind of got a bit sick of it. And then you surf contests and you lose and you just feel like, what the hell am I doing here? Like, I just, I don't want to be here anymore. It's horrible. Mm. So you almost start falling out of love with surfing. So I guess some people who just want to surf to improve their surfing, it starts stealing some of the fun out of what you're actually there to do. Yeah. So I'll actually train outside of the water, get my muscle memory firing, get my technique right, and then have fun in the water. Mm. And I, I think you can tell from the types yeah. of boards that I write. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so probably in the last, I'd say, month, how many different boards have I made myself? A lot. And it's not just, so he'll, he'll ride one a couple of times, and then you'll go, oh, yeah, I've redesigned the... The, the one so, so so right now I can't turn the we haven't got the other camera plugged in but right now on the other side of this camera there is another board that is I don't even know what's different about this one versus the other one that you had just a week ago but it's a slight variation on that it's a little tweaks yeah. but it's I would say okay so two, a new board every single week maybe, maybe three weeks ago I say that too loud. three <laughs> weeks ago we made thinless boards yep this week I've done okay. a don't forget about your mid length mid twenty thinless yeah I did the avo mid length. Um, this week and then what else have I done? Is that the orange one? Oh, the, the 5-2 orange one is insane. Then there's the other version of that one that's, that's behind the camera. Yep, that one is also really, really and good. And then you had the, the, the orange version of this one here, the green one behind us, and then you decided oh, to make another one of that. My, my favourite little yellow one, I had a purple and thing <laughs> one with the channel bottom, just to see how the channel bottom went. So probably in the last month, I've had about, I don't know, 10 boards, but just trying out don't, ideas, don't, trying don't, out feeling. Don't feel bad, you guys, about only having your, your, your two-board quiver while Clayton here has seven new boards in a month. Yeah, but, like, I'm trying them out. It's not like I keep a lot of them. Like, I'll let guys test ride them, I sell them, I turn them yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, anyway, let's get into the, to the, the four quadrants of surfing. Let me bring the iPad up onto the screen here. So, c coming back to the beginning, a yep. lot of people, a lot of people, or a lot of surfers, think that by just going out and surfing, that's how they're going to improve. The problem here is this bottom quadrant down here is that they're surfing because they like it. Now, you found a really good way to, to put an analogy to this. Oh, what is that? Hang on, that's it. Hang on, that's that. The iPad's got music coming through at me. You knew that one. So, a lot of people... 
they go out and they surf just because they like it. And you put a music analogy to this. And what you're saying is that that is like somebody singing in the car, isn't it? Yeah, so imagine you drive along in the car and your favorite song comes on. Um, it's like ACDC, what's that song called? They're singing earlier. It's a long way to the top. If you want well, to it's a long way to the shop if you want a sausage roll. Yeah, so it's a long way to the shop if you want a sausage roll. So it's kind of like a song comes on, the beat's gone, and it keeps you amped. Um, yeah. You might not know the words, but you don't give a damn. Yeah. Um, and you just belt around the car, and you have a great time. Yeah. And it's super, super fun. So you're in the car, you're singing, because it just, it's fun, you like it, which, which, is, which is great, which is absolutely fantastic. The chances are well, you're probably just making a whole bunch of noise. Or you might be doing the old air guitar. And you, you're just making a lot of noise. You're doing a lot of movements. It's but that's really fun. it. Yeah. But, it, but, it, but it is fun. It is, it no is a lot of fun. No one's judging you. It's kind of like, like, I don't know, it's like dancing in your room when no one's watching. Yeah. It's just fun. And so if you relate that to a surfer, what kind of surfer is that? So that's the kind of surfer who doesn't really have an idea. They'll stand upon a wave and there's a rush and there's just like, they don't know what to do next. The wave's flying past. They can't remember anything. They don't know where they are on the wave. They're just trying to stay on the wave and they're trying to balance. Yeah. And they're going fast and like their face is getting blown <laughs> back and their hair's waving and people are hooting. Whew, it's fun. It is fun. Yeah. But it's not necessarily moving you forwards. And if you have got a lot of bad habits, then what's going to happen is you're just in that in that fun. You're going to ingrain those bad habits even more. They're going to yeah, become you, even you more can take automatic. Off and you've got to make a section, so you're just bouncing the board because you don't know what to do. Out, yeah. Or you're just moving around for the sake of moving because you don't know what the hell to do. Mm. So it's kind of like you're just doing stuff for the hell of it, yeah. without knowing like cause and effect. What's the outcome going to be of this movement or anything? It's just getting shit done. Yeah. So. So what we need to look at is these other two quadrants here, these other two directions. And the first one is the seeing part of surfing as well. And this comes from, from watching others. Or, like monkey see, monkey do? Yeah. And also from watching self. So having video footage of yourself surfing. Because what you want to have here is the revelation of, oh, I see, I see what I'm doing wrong. I see what they're doing. So we need this, this visual representation as well. Yep. So the oh, I see. Now, when it comes to music, so, so down here in this, in, the, in this bottom quadrant down here, that was the person singing in the car. Yep. In this quadrant here, what have we now got? So I was in Japan, okay? And I went to a karaoke bar there. Yep. You, you must have... I haven't been to Japan, but I have done karaoke before in the past. Okay, man, the Japanese take karaoke seriously. Mm. So I got up there and expected to have like, like a good old like Australian or South African bash at it where you just throw your name away and you don't care. <laughs> These guys sang so on point, so on key. So generally when karaoke comes on, you've got, this, you've got the words and you can hardly see it. So you're squinting. It's like me taking my glasses off trying to see the screen. And then there's this like little bubble that kind of lands on the words. And for the first time in your life, you actually realize, geez, these are the lyrics to the song. Mm. It's not like it's a long way to the shop to get a sausage roll. It's like it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. It's so like, oh, geez, got those words wrong. And you start seeing things for yeah. what they are for the first time. 
but also that little bubble tells you how fast you sing, how slow you sing. Yeah. Okay. And when to say the right words at the right time. Yeah. So by that you're getting a, a visual aspect to to your surfing. So by by watching yourself back, by watching other surfers, you then start to see what it is that you need to be doing in order to improve. Now, if we look at the if we go, go look at the horizontal uh, plane here, it's coming into the other coming into the other quadrant. What we're looking for here is the is the structure, which is more of the how to. How do you actually do this? Because so this is, I, I suppose, this is the science. This is the the move breakdown. What you want to get here is, oh, I understand. I understand what it is that I need to be doing. I understand how I need to be moving my body. I understand how I need to be moving my hands. Take this to the music. This is where we now bring in so whatever instrument you're playing, or maybe you're trying to sing, whatever it is, you well, then bring in the That coach. would be going to a lesson where you're yeah. actually getting a music teacher teach you about pitch, about um, what notes to sing, what, um, well, I don't know what it's called. Like pitch, the tone, what, yeah, what, how what, you use your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can sing it in different types of tones, like where high, low, medium, all that kind yep. of stuff. Um, or if it's playing a guitar, it's how you do the G chord or the A chord or the B chord, whatever it is. Yeah, it's about understanding music and, yeah. and how it's done um, and I, I, I think it takes a lot of repetition especially if you want to learn something to get that right like you're seeing that song again and again and again but if you're learning guitar you, you have to kind of stretch those fingers you've got to get the chords mm. you are so uncoordinated yeah okay there are a few select guys who get it like almost first time and who probably can't even re read music but they're few but and far between. They are few and far between. Yeah. So, so once we get the, the, oh, I see it, and the, oh, I understand, what ends up happening is we then end up... So, and oh, hang the, on. Sorry, the, the see it part. That's yep. like, okay, I, I, I realise I've got a problem now. Yeah. The, uh, the structured part at the bottom over here, where you're getting a lesson, that would almost be going to a surf coach. Yep, surf coach, surf training, okay. some, something like that. Yep. Okay, and it's trying en to work... En en enrolling in the Ongui program? It's trying <laughs> to work on those problems. Okay. Okay, so once we have, oh, I see... So, so you're out there surfing, but then you go, oh, I see what it is I need to be doing. And I understand the movements that, are, that, I need to be, that I need to be making. That's where we then start to get into this, this feel, feel and flow state. So this is the top quadrant. Now, I'm going to uh, add some color to this in just a moment. But this top quadrant, that's where things then start to move forwards. That's when we then start to progress as surfers. Because surfing, I mean, it's um, the, the whole slogan, only a surfer knows the feeling. And, yeah. and at Ombi, we, we talk about dealing in the feeling because it is a feeling. You need to feel it. But in order to feel it, you need to... You need to understand what it is that you need to do, and you need to have seen what it is that you know. The funny thing about the the voice when they have the four judges judging, yeah, okay. Some of them say, "I don't feel like I don't know." There's no feeling in that song. Mm. They just sung the words. They didn't understand the lyrics. They didn't yeah. put any emotion behind it. So I definitely get that feel part, and it's it's something that I do try and make surfers understand and comprehend. Like if you catch a wave. 
why are you doing certain things? You, you need to do something for a reason to get a feeling out of it. Mm. And you know when you've done it right because it's that positive thing. It's like hitting a golf ball right where like ding and the thing goes. You know when you hit it right. Even yep. if you don't play golf. Um, there's just certain things that you do in life that when you know, you know. Yeah. And I think that's the feeling that surfers are chasing. Yeah, and so if we were to put this in, in, into the world of music, this feel and flow, this is somebody who is now, they're either a singer or they can play that instrument. So if, we, if we're talking about music again, so, so we've gone from singing in the car to then going to karaoke so that you understand the words, then you've had some, you've, you've had some vocal coaching. So you've, you've now become a singer. Professional singer, yeah. We're basically you're creating music. Yeah. Okay. So you're getting creative yeah. with, with the art. So this is the fun stuff. Yeah. The the dance stuff down there, that's the the not so fun, repetitive repetitive stuff. Yeah. Now the problem with surfing is that you don't get to sing those songs again and again and again and again. So it's almost like if you can simulate some of that. Yeah. So you are a public speaker. Yep. Okay. So it's not every day that you jump in front of a, an audience of, I don't know, 500 or 5,000 or no. 50,000 people. Okay. But you still need to kind of simulate that. So you might be at home, I don't know, talking to the, the hairbrush or something. But you, <laughs> You've got a very distorted view of how I practice. Well, whatever it is. I don't know what you do behind closed doors to practice <laughs> those type of things. But you, you get what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're doing self-simulation so that when the big day comes, and the audience is there, you're feeling a lot more comfortable. Yep. Now, surfers don't do that enough. No. And so in terms of that repetition, that can be done on land, either through doing land-based drills, using surf skates, all those, there's, there's a lot of different tools that we can use out there which are going to help us be able to understand those movements that we need to make. And also on land, we can, we can watch ourselves, we can look at the video footage that we've had of us. So, and this quadrant over here, you're taking over the pen. Yeah, can I take it over? Yeah, yeah. All right, excuse my pen, penmanship. Okay, so I always say, or I don't always say, it's something that I've just recently come to understand, but I don't teach people how to surf. I teach them how to move. And then when they go into the water, I want them to have fun and be creative with yeah. the stuff that they've learned. And I think that's what we've been doing the last couple of days. Yeah. Is, is feeling the movements out and then going on twin fins and like um, finless boards and just being creative on them and doing 360s and just having some fun with yeah. them. And I really feel that um, we're, we're starting to go higher intermediate to this creative part of surfing. And I think that's why I'm starting to enjoy watching you surf and, and how your surfing is starting to progress. Mm. Now, let's, let, let's finish off the, the four quadrants here because we've also got this little bit up here in this top corner. This bit up here, which is the select few that kind of go through this process and then end up here. And um, what we've sort of said here is this is where we've got like the pros or you then get your surf coach. Yeah. These people that, that, that really understand it and then become right at the very pinnacle of, of the surfing world. Now, if you were to look at this in terms of music, the people who end up here, this would be somebody who would then be would be, so rather than just being a singer, they would now be classed as an artist. This is somebody that's, that. Or even like, um, if it was classical music, you'd, you'd have your conductor. He's conductor. like conductor, conducting, yeah. and yeah, getting the brass to play with the drums yeah. and whatever else it is. So, so we've got these four quadrants here. Now, if I draw this 
if I draw just a couple of quick lines here, now they're not particularly accurate, but below this line here is what you're going to be classed as, I suppose, is as beginner to intermediate. That's where the beginner intermediate is going to lie, all the way below this line here. In order to move above this line here and become an intermediate to advanced, and obviously you've got pro right up here in the corner, you need to start really thinking about not just surfing, but starting to watch yourself back, starting to watch a lot of others, which, I mean, if you're watching the surf act stuff, then, then obviously you're already coming in and getting a lot of this information. Sorry, you know what I like about the sing part? When you see good surfing and understand it, you can't unsee it. No. Because as soon as you watch good surfing, like you watch Tyron Martin surfing, he's like, wow, that is just amazing. But if you go to the, your local beach and you watch someone like fumbling around and they're bending the back and their arms are crazy, you're almost like, oh, I don't want to see that. Like, I, I don't want to pick up on any of that stuff. <laughs> so let me just, let me, let me add some color to this now. So this section down here is what we're going to call the red zone. So if you are, if you're somebody that just wants to just go out there and just have fun surfing, then that is entirely up to you. Uh, the chances are it's going to take you a really long time to progress and start to improve your surfing if you hang around here in this red section, which is just going out there and surfing all the time. I spend more time trying to undo people's bad habits than actually yeah. trying to teach them new stuff to improve the surfing. Well, I mean, look how long that's, that, that's taken with me. That was, that's, that was 20 years yep. of bad habits that we've, we're still undoing. And, but then if you take James, for example, which I think I spoke about in the last surf hacks, who'd never, ever, ever surfed before, and after two surfs, he was standing up and riding green waves, tracking along the face of the wave because he had, he had never, because he had never surfed before. He had no idea and just yep. did purely what you told him to straight off the bat. Yeah, it was perfect. So this bottom quadrant down here is is what I call the red zone, which if you sat there and, and as I say, if you do just want to just go out there and have fun and you're not worried about improving, then, by all means, go for then, it. Yeah, then that, that's cool. These other two quadrants here is what we're going to call the amber. So we've got a bit of a traffic light system going on. This is you getting ready to leap up to the next level. So you've got these two amber sections down here. Bringing us up into the green zone here. And then we'll go dark green for this pro section there. But that's the four quadrants of surfing. And I think that that, I mean, it's taken us what, 10, 15 minutes to sort of go through it, but it really yep. clearly out outlines that if you are somebody who is just going in and surfing, the chances are it's going to take you a really long time to move up to this green zone. If you, if you can get to the point where you're out there surfing, but you go, I see what it is that I need to do, and I understand what I need to do, that's when you're then going to start to move into this, this, this area where you start to feel things, and you start to feel more flow in your surfing. And hopefully some of you who are watching will end up fast tracking all that and end up in this 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 pro up in, up in this, this little quadrant at the top but look i'd love to um so something else that i like to make mention here is that let me bring us up full screen let's get that off the screen i think i remember at school i was in primary school i'm not even sure my age i must have been about 10 years old somewhere around there where you went to a music lesson and you got your first introduction to music lessons so everyone wants to play the drums, but like one guy got it. I think I got like a triangle, like ding, <laughs> like oh, this is so boring. And then the next big thing was like a those big symbols that you yeah. crash. But like all the kids who tried pretty much sucked at the music because you've got this instrument, you don't know how to work it. You, like you blow into the trumpet and just a brrr, and there's nothing. It doesn't mm. sound like it should sound. And even if you had a harmonica, it sounds terrible when you play into it until you pick up the skill. 
Yeah. And it takes a lot of repetition to get that skill. Yeah. Okay. So likewise, surfboards are like musical instruments. Like a lot of guys just get a board. They don't know how to use it. They don't know what it's designed for. They just get on it and they try to do it. And they don't do it right. But I think if you knew how boards were designed to move and how you're supposed to interact them with the wave and like a guitar, how you're supposed to move your fingers, like the board, you should be controlling your body to control the board. It's not like um, you surf the board. The board is just an instrument to help you ride a wave. Mm. So you surf the wave and not the board. And I think very a lot of people fall into the trap of trying to find this magic board. It's like me trying to get this magic guitar where I can just play like ACDC, got my three chords, like damn, damn. But it doesn't happen like that. You have to put the time in. And I think for, for years I coached on the beach trying to get people into the green. And I got so frustrated with people because you tell them something really simple like get your hand forward and they can't do it. Mm. Whereas now I can get them onto a skate ramp in a bowl and I can make them do it. They can feel what it feels like. And then I go to the beach with them and go, okay, on this wave, get your hand forward. And they've got an idea what it feels like. Yeah. So then when they try it, it's like, boom, light bulb moment. Damn it, it works. And it's such a small little thing. It's the small things in surfing. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so look, what I'd love to, to hear from you guys uh, is, are you, so, and be completely honest, are you somebody who is just singing in the car? <laughs> are you somebody who, uh, who, 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 who is in the green? Are you somebody who, uh, who is... Or, or you're sort of stuck in that, that sort of no man's land at the moment where you're, where you're trying to move out from the car, but you don't quite know what the next step is. Or are you creating sweet music? <laughs> anyway, that's, uh, oh, it's, this is quite interesting. My son's boss, who is a shaper, says he looks away when he's in the water and sees a bad surfer because he doesn't want any of that poor technique going in. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm the same. Like, honestly, if... If I can't help the person, then I have to look away. I, I, it's either I've got to go help this person because he's driving me crazy, or otherwise I'm like, oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> okay. Okay, um, okay we got, so we've got a few people here saying, <laughs> what are, what are we, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring it up, really, because it, it is. <laughs> I shit myself surfing, is that normal? It, it, it's, uh, yes. It depends on whether you're talking about scared or whether you're actually talking about actually shitting yourself. <laughs> yeah, if you're scared, it's just dippy. Uh, you first focus on danger, yeah. then what's important, what's interesting, what's important, so on. So, so, yes. uh, so, 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 so Jude's singing in the car. We've got Enfat in New Man's Land. Donovan is, is stuck somewhere. Moving into the green. Okay, fantastic. So those of you that, that feel that you're in that sort of no man's land that I was just talking about then, my challenge to you is this, is what's something that you could now do? Could you get yourself videoed and self-analyze yourself? And if you've been watching Surf Hacks for long enough now, you should be able to do a pretty good job on, on analyzing and seeing if you're putting the coffee cup forward, if you're moving around too much. You should be pretty good analyzing yourself. Or have you got a surf... A coach near you who you could go to and maybe have a coaching lesson so they can point you in the right direction. Uh, could you 
go into some sort of surf program and I don't want to turn this into an ad, but obviously we have got the 12 week uh, program, but what could you do that is going to help you move forwards? That's either going to give you a, oh, I see moment or, ah, now I understand moment. So one of the good things is go to Wayful. Because um, at the Wayful, there's a facility where you're going to get your waves. Um, you can get video filmed and there's more than not a coach there that could help you. Um, so I think you have got some surf footage for us, is that correct? I have got some surf footage. Just, just very quickly, Craig uh, tuned in late. I have no idea, no idea what the analogy is about. It's basically the four quadrants of surfing. I'm going to explain to you really quickly. And it's, it's basically with surfing, if you want to get, to, if you want to progress your surfing, if you're down, if you're down, let me just make this pen purple. If you're down here in this space here, that's like somebody who's just singing in the car. They've got no idea what they're doing. They probably don't even know the words and they sound terrible. But they'll love it. But they're out there and they're absolutely frothing and they're loving it. For those people that want to improve their surfing, first of all, they need to uh, have this, oh, I see moment, which is by watching footage of themselves or watching footage of others so that they can start to see what it is that they need to do differently. So we need just to create see. some awareness. Yeah, we need the, the, so the seeing element, the awareness element. It's like but, singing karaoke and seeing the words for the first time. Yep, and then we need the structure, which is some sort of guidance, which is like the how to do it, which would be like going to a vocal coach to get lessons to show you how to use your voice properly if you were going to be singing in the car and you wanted to do it much better, which then takes us up into this top quadrant. Once you, once you're, once you go, oh, I see what I need to do and I understand what I need to do differently, that's when you're then going to start to feel and flow. This top quadrant up here. So the, when you feel and flow, that's when people actually appreciate what you're doing and go, wow, you've got a beautiful voice. Yeah. Like you should do something. Yeah. Or someone goes, oh, wow, you're stepping really good. Like, yeah. Wow. That was, or that was, that or was that your, your guitar music is just yeah. like, it's, it's beautiful. You keep bringing it back to the music. I keep bringing it back to the surfing. So that was, yeah. uh, that was the analogy. So uh, let's, let's bring up the surfing, then we're going to go through and we're going to answer some questions. So if you have got a question, chuck it into the comment box. We're trying to streamline these surf acts. Sometimes we go off on a bit of tangents. Uh, so we, we, we're trying to keep it We're going to have some fun now. We're going to keep it on track, but we're going to have a look during these. What footage do you want? Wayful footage. Wayful footage. Okay, yes. so let me bring up the coach's eye. Now, we're so going to choose, let me bring up the iPad. We're going to choose a random video that's been on my iPad for a while. Don't know which one you just choose anyone you want okay so we don't know how the person serves but we're just going to try to figure out what quadrant is are they in what are they doing wrong and how we're going to fix yep. them so let's go to that one closest to me so i don't know so what's going let's, on let's hit play he's in the green because he saw what he needed to do which was jump the line yeah okay okay watch this guy guys whoa okay let's go back to this dude over here so answer, answer actually, answer, answer, answer down below. I mean, whoa, there's a lot of questions. Right. For, so I'm going to start looking at the comments. Anybody who puts a comment in now, I'm down at the bottom. What quadrant do you think this person? Okay, surfing? so he has a slow mo version of this person. Boom. Um, all right, so, Ant, do you want me to answer this? How are we going to work this out? Yeah, answer it, because people are taking a long time to... <laughs> wow, he really sucks. <laughs> okay, so... Noob, I'm better. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> I, I would say, like, okay, look at this guy's posture. The oh, I see. So, so, we're still, so we've actually got some uh, so proper answers coming in. I would go this guy is kind of lower the red zone getting into the orange. I mean, he's surfed before. 
Yep. But he's still, he's got no idea how to move your body. So if you look at his stacking, like his back is bent. Okay. So ideally, when you take off, you want to bend your knees, keep your back straight. You're going to keep way better balance. Now, also, he's got his hands almost down by his ankles. Um, he's applying, so uh, quadrant two, I would say he's applying reason behind his uh, movements. Okay, so he does a bottom turn. Look at the angle that he's gone at. It's, it's in a cross angle. And if I zoom into here, do you think he can see where he's going on this turn? No. So he's, he's kind of bending his back and he's pointing his bum, which at where he needs to go, rather than twisting and looking where he's going. Mm. Okay, so... He doesn't, he doesn't see what he's doing wrong. No, no, he's got no idea what he's doing wrong. Where's his hand pointing? It's pointing down. His other arm's pointing back there. So in terms of um, where he's looking, how he's moving, how he's going about doing it, nothing's panning out right, which makes me want to put him in that red zone. So I don't even know if he has awareness of him doing this. So obviously he's going surfing. He's loving it. He's catching a couple of waves. He's got a new board. He's gone to the wave pool because he's interested and he enjoys it. But he needs to kind of see where he's going wrong. And then he needs to learn how do I start fixing these things. You agree? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So I'm, just, I'm just trying to find another piece of information there. But uh, it's all right. Keep going. So... Is it too early to bring out my little video? So I'm going to give you an example of a singer. If you, if you, if you really want to, uh, as a, there's a lack of body control, not aware of what he's actually doing. Yeah, so he doesn't, so I would say that he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't see what he's doing. Correct. Um, so if I, if I go back, okay, on the bottom turn, is he looking at the lip? So the lip's up here, so that's a no. Um, on the next turn, is he looking where he's going? No. So definitely the seeing is a problem, but also how he moves his body is a very, very big problem. Excellent. So, okay, so, so I'm just looking for all, the, for all the comments that are coming in. Okay. Um, do you want me to jump out of it and go into my bad one? Yes. Okay, where is it? Where'd you put it? So, let's, let's actually, this one? Yeah, we need to put some sound on this. Let's on. unmute. Let me unmute it. Let's unmute here. Does that matter? No. Take that one off, yep. Okay. The guy's on fire. Anyway, what quadrant, uh, what, what quadrant was he in? <laughs> I would say that like, I've gone all red. Um, that was pretty shitty. Sorry. That's like the noob. I didn't even know the words. Didn't know how to dance to it. But uh, where were we with this thing you had? Okay, what do you want to go back to? Coach's, coach's eye. eye. Yeah. Coach's eye. Okay, let's go to Coach's eye. And so let's bring up. Yes. Yes. Yeah? Okay, so let's go back into the iPad. Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear, your Saturday nights. <laughs> yes. So um, here we got Marky February. So just some background information. I used to coach Marky February when 
he made the South African junior team. Um, I think we did three trips together, once to France, once to Brazil, and once to the USA. Yeah, so so just so that you know, we've been... Hang on, let me just turn the, the iPad's still feeding through. So we've been doing these surfacts for quite a long time now, and it was only, I think, just a couple of weeks ago that Clayton decided to to say to me, oh yeah, I actually coached Michael Febri. Like, we've talked about Michael Febri, but you actually did that. Oh yeah, I coached him. <laughs> Why have you never said this before? We could talk about this in Surfax. So, so anyway, so you coached Michael Febri. Yeah. So one thing I like about his surfing is the amount of flow that he has. Also, the, the creativity that he's got. Like his movements look effortless. Um, the angle that he gets his board at, it's, it's, it's crazy. Let's have a look. Okay, so the big difference there, okay, so he's looking where he wants to go, and the amount of flair that he has on his turns, look at the usage of the entire wave face, like he's bringing all that back, but he's doing it stylishly. Mm. The other guy was just trying to stand on the board and trying to do something, but because he wasn't looking where he was going, he doesn't know how to do it, um, that didn't come across well. So when I was lip syncing, like I tried to do it really good, but it didn't come across well. So if you watch the rest of Mikey surf, I could watch this guy for days. Look at that. What? Look at the knee tuck. Absolutely like mind-numbingly good surfing. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that Mikey's on that top echelon of surfers where he finds stuff really easy to do. Then on the back of that, he can start adding flair to it and he can start looking really, really exciting mm. to a point where he becomes a, a people's favorite that when they see clips of Mikey, they're all like transfixed because when he's coming off the bottom, you don't know what he's gonna do next, yeah. which is really exciting. So if you ever watch a, a good um, live concert, like, He's got to entertain the crowd, and that's something that Mikey does really well. Mm. Like with the lines that he draws, with the way he moves his body, he's really entertaining to watch. And here's one of those select few that I'd put right in that top quadrant um, as one of the pros that moves really well. So this is, a, this is a, an interesting question. It's coming here relating to the, the quadrants. If you can see and analyze what might be going on with others, make a logical explanation of what is going on and how it can be fixed, then what quadrant is this? I was an armchair surfing at the beach the other day. Um, so you're in the first amber quadrant because, look, I can see someone playing the guitar. I can understand that he's changing notes and he's playing whatever notes it is, but to get my fingers to actually make that happen yeah. is another story. And then to change from an A to a C or whatever it is, it's, it's difficult and it's frustrating. I tried two months to play guitar and I ended up giving it away. It sucked. Um, but like Yanni, for example, I gave him a ukulele and he was like banging out notes. And even Nick, mm. he, he plays a different style where he picks notes. But they're both really good in, on ukuleles. So um, just because you can see it doesn't mean that you can do it. It all boils down to muscle memory where you've got to repeat something again and again and again. So I always say the mind learns really quickly, whereas the body takes a lot longer. It's, it's like parrot fashion, do it again, do it again, do it again. Um, and then through repetition it learns, but then 
you've got to keep doing it because otherwise you lose it. Mm. So if you've, if you've surfed for a while, then you have a long hiatus and you come back to it, you lose all that sensitivity. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, so this is pretty cool. This comes from uh, Twiggy's session the other week, doesn't it? Ah, epic. I've been using Maybe, relaxing stacking uh, and coffee cup, and it's all been brilliant. This morning, surfed a right-hand reef break all to myself. Where? <laughs> and your hacks are, are working a charm. That's, that's, that's awesome. So Coffee Cup, if, if, if you're new to the group, Coffee Cup is, can you explain Coffee Cup quickly while I yeah, whiz so down and see what other questions we have? Like I remember taking a hot cup of coffee to my parents when I was a kid and I had to like balance it with two hands because I didn't want to spill and I was still spilling everywhere. Then later on you'd carry it with one hand. Um, and I always found it was the backhand that led me. It was my strongest hand. And then some people were having a hard time surfing and controlling their hands. And I just said, well, pretend you're holding a cup of coffee while you're surfing and don't spill mm. it. And it's pretty amazing, the, the results, because you know how to do it, it acts as a pattern interrupter and it breaks you from doing your default bad habits and it allows you to actually focus on the new habit and to easily make a change. Yeah. So it's all about balance. So I've... I've I'm, going, I'm scrolling down through the comments here and there is a whole bunch here. If you've got a question that, that you want to fire through, then <laughs> Black quadrant. <laughs> then, uh, then, then, send it, <laughs> then send it through uh, if you've got a question to, to ask Clay. But I, the one thing that I do want to quickly talk about, because you, you were talking about it earlier on uh, with, with, with Nico and Yanni while they're editing, and I've been, I've been trying to overhear and hear some of the little stories that I can share uh, of Clayton that I, can, that I can share with you guys because he's, he's got some very interesting stories. But has anybody ever seen the movie, was it Blue Crush? Blue Crush 2. Blue Crush 2, which is uh, some, some girl surfing, surfing movie. Uh, I, I haven't seen the movie. Was it any good? No, it's not great. <laughs> no. But you were asked to coach the, the movie stars yeah, so the lead girl, um, I think she lied in a resume saying that she could surf and she got the job. And when she arrived, she was like, hey, Clay, I can't surf. So, um, yeah, I had to get to, I had, to, I had about a month or so to teach her how to surf properly. And so she'd never surfed before? No. And by the time you'd finished coaching her after a month, was she, was she any better? Look, she could, she, they took her to J-Bay and made her surf J-Bay. What? Yeah, so from never surfing and learning on a beach break, um, a month later, she was, yeah, she was at J-Bay. So she did have a couple of stunt doubles. So um, like the close-ups on her face and stuff were, were her. Um, so what was the biggest wave that she surfed? So, she, so she, she'd never surfed before, then she'd take it to J-Bay. Oh, probably a couple of like four-footers. At J-Bay? Well, at, you, you can't surf J-Bay small because oh, it's right on the reef. So kind of like the four-foot range is like the perfect size. Did she yeah. freak out? They had jet skis and everything out there. And I think her stunt double was um, Rosie from WSL, Rosie Hodge. Oh, she's married now, it's not too sure of her surname, but yeah. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I, I know we, we, should, we, should, we should try and find a, uh, some, some photographs of, uh, of Kate and doing that. Look, there's, there's no questions coming through in the comments. So look, let's, um, do you want to bring up a couple more? Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do a couple of little bits of coaching on the... On the let's go to the wave pool. Do you want to go to wave pool? Yeah. This, this Let's choose this one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to choose this one here. Let's bring up the iPad. Let's go back. Okay, so this guy can surf. So what I liked about it is no straight to the beach. 
-hmm. Okay, so let, let's zoom into that because this here is such an important thing, just straight down and confident. So I really like that. A lot of other people that I have seen at Waypoints, they just want to go that way. Take, like, don't take the steep drop, head for the shoulder, go for the safety. And that's something that covered, I think, last week about yeah. um, the flight mode where you're just running away from the energy. Yeah. So what I like about this, straight down in the power zone, um, he's turning. He's got his coffee cup arm. See the, see the back arm over here? That, that's what we refer to as the coffee cup arm, where he's pulling the coffee cup around, so he's getting a nice twist off the bottom turn. Um, he doesn't quite look at the lip, so he doesn't commit. So, so would you have said that he should have gone steeper there? Well, he should have looked up. I feel that he's looking down on this moment. He's looking about there somewhere. Where he should have been looking there. So because he didn't hold that look and wait for the circle to come around, he cuts a turn short. Now the other interesting thing is, see that the front arm. Okay, if he had swung the front arm at twelve, the board would have gone vertical. If he swings it at what's that? Nine to nine o'clock, the board will go to nine. So watch the angle that oh, he swings Jude, it. Jude asked that that exact question that I asked. Uh, could, could, could he have gone more vertical? Okay, so see where he swings the arm and where the board follows. Mm. Okay, so look, he's got a good twist. That back arm's up. It's it's really nice. Again, nose to the beach. So he's taking his time. He's making space. He could just tighten up those angles by mm. looking and waiting a little Can bit. Can I ask longer. a little question? Yeah. Just go backwards a little bit because this is one thing which which when so if I'm ever skating in the bowl, one of the things that that Clayton always says to me is about, so go, 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 go. Uh, as he comes out of the turn, he drops his hands down low and you're always telling me to bring my hands up. Yep. So would, would he have been better off if he had brought his hands up more? Because a lot of, uh, I think myself and a lot of other surfers will tend to drop our hands after a turn. Correct. So imagine if I was boxing, okay? I throw a punch and then I drop my hands. To punch you again, I have to come, come back load and then punch. So there's that down period where you're losing some, some speed, if you want to call it that, or you're losing some reaction time. Yeah. And it, it's, it's fine in surfing if the waves are lining up, but if you're surfing a spot where you've got to be like, go, 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 you do want to keep your hands up and keep yourself lighter. Okay. Um, one thing that I will point out is that he doesn't take the turn all the way to the foam. So if that wave was steeper, there's a chance that he may have nosedived there. But by going all the way to the foam, you're going to make the board fit. Mm -hmm. So it looks like a more committed move. And it, it, it looks more scarier, but it's a safer, safer landing. So by committing to a bigger turn, he would have potentially made that wave a bit easier. So what quadrant do you think this guy fits into? I would say that he's probably in that... He's toying around in that green area. Maybe. Obviously not. It would take him too long to answer. But he's dipping into it and out of it. Into it and out of it. The light green. Okay, so... What I'm going to go is just... I'm going to go through the ombi list. Okay, the ocean. Does he use the wave top to bottom? Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, on the mine, does he look relaxed? Yes, he does. Yes. His equipment, is he surfing on rail? Yes, he is. Um, his body, is he moving his body at a, like 100%? No. Not 100. But it, it is still on point with the moves mm -hmm. that he's doing. So yes, I'd throw him in the green area. 
Okay. Whew. God, I was wrong. Okay. He gave me that look as if to say I was wrong. He's lingering in quadrant three. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's doing great bottom turns. Nice off the top. Right. Awesome. Okay, let's look at this guy over here. Whoa, what just happened there? Do you see that? Okay, let's do that again. Well, first of all, the copy's been thrown behind. So imagine, yeah, he's going two different directions, left, right. Yep. So there's no real hand coordination. Now, I think the legs are so locked with tension that the hip bends. So he takes off, whoop, drops the hands. So imagine I'm walking through the house, two cups of coffee, and just drop the coffee, bend my back, look at the ground, and stand up again. So what's happening is because the knees are locked and they, they're not soft where they can bend, the hips are giving. Um, coming out of that turn, he kind of goes to the top. Whoops, another weird back arm movement, um, which is stopping him from seeing the foam. That, that, that back arm thing, I would say that's a really hard one to, to correct. Well, do you know what it is? Okay, the front arm is the problem. His front arm's locked in the way. So it's like, hey, Ant, I, I'm gonna try, I, I can't pass you my cold ring because the front arm's in the way. So it kind of goes, end up going back. Now, if he just moved this out of the way, it's like, hey, here we go. So if you've got a flappy back arm, it's because your front arm is locked. You've got to get this thing out of the way. Mm. So in kickboxing, whatever, th this is your block, but you get it out of the way and you can throw a punch. So um, you've got to be able to move that. I can't punch if this arm's in the way. But I think a lot of the time, though, because you've got this forward motion that's happening mm -hmm. and you're on a, effectively on an unstable surface because you're on a board that's moving on the water, this, yep. is, this is you kind of losing balance. And it's really hard to, when you feel that, that you're sort of going to go off balance, to not do this because that's... An, okay, an no, 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 this is where you're wrong. If you're on your back foot, if you accelerate, you'll fall over backwards and then you'll wind down the car windows. Because on your, um, on your finless, how come that's not really happening? Because you're going leaning in on your front foot, on your toe edge, and you've got your coffee cup hand forward. Yeah. If you were on your back foot, you'd be winding down car windows. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay. Yeah, you've, you've stumped my question there. <laughs> cool. So what quadrant would he be in? He's down in the, the red one. Do you think he has any awareness? No. No awareness? I don't think he has, he has any awareness. He, he might have a little bit. But not much. So, uh, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I don't think... Look, he'll watch his wave and he's got no idea why he nearly face-planted. And he'll got no idea why he can't do a turn. No. So, I don't think any awareness is there. And some of these people, um, when you do approach that, if you don't do it in a nice way, their ego gets in their way. Yeah. Um, so... If you do want to improve oh, yes. your surfing... You Sit, sitting on a chair. Yeah, sitting on a chair too. So, like, a lot of people love surfing and they, they don't like the egos to be bashed. you almost got to put your ego aside, mm. take two steps backwards, do the repetitions, um, and then you'll see the improvements. So it, it, is a, it is a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. Okay, right. We've, we've got a few questions to come in. Let's answer yeah. a few questions and then we will 
wrap things up. So if you've got a question, chuck it in now. Uh, just very quickly, actually, uh, this one here, you can chuck some answers in. How often does everyone surf? Struggling to get out a lot these days. So just, yeah, so just out of curiosity, how often does everybody get to surf? And so, I mean, we're lucky that we live on the Gold Coast. The waves aren't the best at the moment, but we, we get to surf. I, I surf day. maybe once or twice a week and surfs once All or twice a day. <laughs> All the time. It was still rubbish. Uh, that, was, that was a good one. So it was a golden nugget given out there. Wow, really interesting about going right back to the phone. In fact, being safer, even though it seems way more critical. Golden nugget. Um, trying to progress is so much fun. Unfortunately, some surfers can be overly critical after every wave, even when it's not asked for. Surf for yourself. Yeah, so again, that's why I like to do the coaching on a skate ramp. It's because um, you can almost video film it, they can come back and watch it, and then together you can, you can go through it. And it's not that big blow to your ego. It's like, okay, I'm doing something wrong, but you can quickly do it right, and you can feel it, and then you can start getting your reps in. Mm. Whereas I think if you're surfing a lot, you might not get that section for that cutback again and again and again. It might be a cutback, a closeout, a, a tube ride. Like it, it's all mumbo jumbo, and you don't get the reps in. So I do feel that outside of the water training really helps with muscle memory. Yeah, and uh, that whole idea of surfing for yourself, uh, abs absolutely, always be in it for you, which is the reason why... Uh, we surfed yesterday and it was absolutely crap. Uh, yeah. But it was, it was really fun. bad. Yeah, and uh, also we're very much about sort of like de-stressing. Yeah. So sometimes when you go surf, as, as much as you may sort of train, you almost have to learn how to relax and de-stress too. Yeah. So some of that was us just going in the water, having a chat. There's no one else because the surf's are that bad in the water. And we're just having a ball. Yeah. Uh, Relay, just three, four times a week, sometimes just for 20 minutes before it's dark or after work. Yeah, I, mean, I try and get in the water every single day. I don't actually surf twice a day that often. Two, three times a week, need the practice. Okay, right, moving on to my guess here. Sometimes I throw my back arm back and it stops me from rotating more. I keep trying to do reverses, but I throw my arm back and it stops me from spinning around all the way. It's a hard habit. Yeah, okay, so um, on the skate ramp, I make guys turn the backhand to match the angle of the ramp and then to almost make spray, visualize the spray coming off the hand. So you push your hand through the turn. Um, so if you give yourself a visual key that if I use my hand, I'm going to throw more spray, um, I think that might be incentive enough for you to make a change. Because mm. sometimes guys throw their hand back and they just push on the back foot, but the board goes up and stops, and they don't throw as much spray. Okay, Carpenter, I got pinned by Clay about my front arm recently. Uh, I was so focused on the back arm that I didn't even consider the front one. I think yeah. that's, that's the thing, you can become so fixated on one thing that you then forget about other things. Yeah, the thing that's right in front of you, yeah. <laughs> Under your nose, my front arm. Uh, this I didn't know uh, from Yoris. Here in Darwin, we will get waves from late December until late February, on and off, about 20 days all up if we're lucky, hanging out for it to come early. I don't even know you could surf in Darwin. I'd be too scared of crocodiles, to be honest. <laughs> I think you've got crocodiles, box jellyfish, you've... You. Yeah, gnarly. That's that's crazy. So I'm, so I'm interested, Joris. Is that thumbnail? Is that one of the waves? Is no, it, that would be. That can't be surfing Darwin. 
I'm intrigued now. Yeah, is it beach break, reef break, glyphs, rats, windswell? What is it? Okay, great. I'm just starting to break decades of old bad habits thanks to Ombi, uh, and it feels so great having more fun. Excellent. So, Stoked. Jude surfs four to five times a week. Okay, here we go. Technical question. Front arm or mid top turn, palm up or down? I find palm up can get, uh, palm up can open up the shoulder a few more percentage. It depends on the situation. Um, basically, if, if, you only, if you turn that thumb and almost point it towards the foam, it's going to open up the shoulder. If you got palm down, my shoulder's closing, so you're going to struggle to turn. So if you are having an issue on, say, a cutty, you're going to need to learn how to open the shoulder, so palm up can open up the shoulder better. If you're not having an issue and your palm's down, you don't need to change it. So it's, it's got to do with um, what are you struggling on and, and some of the fixes. So it, it is a very valid question, palm up, palm down. But it's more important to, is my shoulder closing or is my shoulder opening? Right. So it's a shoulder thing. Yeah. So number one for how many times surf? So far this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and tomorrow. Friday, <laughs> Saturday, off, or maybe Sunday. That's quite a few times then. Yes, I love this. Fun equals dance and surf like no one is watching. Uh, okay. Yes, I've got a visualization for the one quadrant. I'll, can I show it to so you? Im imagery, uh, you didn't leave my face to open up this iPad. Okay. Let's uh, bring iPad back up again. So we've got a different quadrants. Um, earlier on, you may have seen me singing um, Talking Heads. Yep. Yep. I think we've got another one coming up. No, no, no we're, not right? we're, not, we're not showing the other one. No, come on. No, we're not showing Come on. Come on. It makes this iPad go funny. It doesn't matter. It's worth the sacrifice. No, no, hang on a minute. Just so, uh, have you guys made some imagery visualization for the four quadrants? Yes. yes. That, is the, that is the imagery there. Red zone is people just going out and surfing, not knowing what they're, not, not being aware of what they're doing wrong. Then the top quadrant is people that they've seen what they're doing wrong. So, oh, I see what I'm doing wrong, or I see what I need to do. Over in the bottom quadrant, that's uh, like going for a lesson to so go, oh, now I understand what it is I need to do. So when you can see what you need to do and you understand what you need to do, that's when we then get into the, the idea of them becoming a, uh, a more advanced surfer because you start to feel and flow and move, uh, move a lot more efficiently. Hopefully that made, made sense to me explaining it at warp speed. Uh, so look, I will try that, keep my hand. Can we put a pole up? No, there is no, I can't do poles. I don't know how to do poles. No, we're, okay. not, we're not playing the well, video. Can I ask a question? Would anybody like to see Freddie Mercury singing? Started using the coffee cup and Oreo biscuit. I found notable differences in my takeoff and posture. Thanks so much for the help. Oh, th there we go. That was, it was not Darwin. That was a wave in Java. Ah, uh, yeah. Waves in Darwin are windswell. Every oh. now and then it goes offshore and you'll get nice, those small, just for a day. Wow. <laughs> what? I've seen eight crocs in the surf whilst I've been there. Wow, that's that. gnarly. Keep it. Uh, Show us the video. Yes. Does anybody want to see? No, no, that was that was that was to something else. Freddie Mercury. It's supposed to be six ten. If you want to see Fred, just type in Fred. Okay. No, no. Let's answer this question. 
It's yeah. supposed to be six to 10 foot here tomorrow and I'm a little scared to surf. I haven't surfed waves that size in a while. So someone who hasn't surfed six to 10 foot in a while, what, could, what, what, what little piece of advice could you give somebody that's being a little bit anxious or a little bit nervous about, um, about surfing bigger waves tomorrow? So, okay, <clears throat> paddle out, sit a little bit wide, acclimatise, and just kind of get used to it. But then make a conscious decision to commit to one. And even if you commit to wipe out, get it done. Because the worst thing you can do is sit out there and just overthink the session. Um, it's like your mind is going to go crazy. Often if you had a wipeout, after the wipeout, you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then from there, you can kind of turn the session around and start getting back. So, um, yeah, take the right equipment. Just um, proper prior planning prevents poor performance. Make sure you have a good leash. You've got your fins. You've got your wax. Um, also, surf with a buddy. Um, try to know someone in the water who can look out for you. It, it's important to know where to sit. Mm. Like I've taken you out on a big day and I've gone, hey, sit by me over here, tell you which ways to catch, and then it's like it's not so bad. But also when you are in the water, you, you need to know if shit goes wrong, how do I get out? Where do I get out? Is there a current? Like yeah. what's worst case scenario? If I lose my board, I've got to swim in. What is worst case scenario? And if that happens, am I comfortable with worst case scenario? But if you've got those um, topics covered, then we could... There's a lot of red. Yeah, I know, but I don't know. Uh, all right. All right, guys. If you haven't uh, downloaded the, the full, like if you just tuned in, if you're new here, we've got a free four-week program. All you've got to do is head to onbe.co, click the little button that says join Surf Hacks, and you'll enter in your email, and we'll send you through a whole bunch of really cool content. There's Clay's original PDF that he wrote, which is what I like to call the Encyclopedia of Surfing. It tells you how to do pretty much everything. It's what the what the Ombi program was sort of created off of, and it is yours for free. All we need is your email to send it to you. You're also going to get a whole bunch of videos. You're going to get a structured four-week program to help take your surfing to the next level. So now that I've said that, ombi.co, not com.ombi.co. Okay, so I think we need everyone to turn the volume up. Is that right? Oh, uh, here we go. No, we don't need to turn the volume up. Um, <coughs> no, their volume at home. No, 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 you don't crank it. Right, here we go. Oh, this thing's going weird. Hang on. Can I tap this thing? <laughs> Yeah, and what's the worst case scenario of showing us the video? Well, I, I, I like to think Ooh. that I've created myself a, um, uh, I've created a good image for myself here uh, within the Omni community, and I might just be matching my, my uh, that little buzz that you're hearing. It's just the iPad feeding through. Uh, it's Freddie warming up in the background. Yeah, here we go. Turn the sound. Yeah, the sound is. Okay, on. you ready? Hang on, I've got it unmuted. <laughs>
like this is in upper, the, the, the upper yeah, green. That 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 is it. But that is in the yeah, let's, let's come back here. That is in the upper green quadrant. That is a professional uh, entertainer yeah. at work there doing his doing his thing. Muscle memory. <laughs> does Freddie surf? Nick Moore asks, does Freddie surf? Freddie surfs Freddie is trying to surf very hard and uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's going Potential? No, 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 no. All right, hang on a minute. Hang, <laughs> hang on. I just want to. I want to address something here. <laughs> Fred, Freddie does have a great pair of fins. Yes. <laughs> Look. Okay. I. I. I, uh, I appreciate all of your support. I appreciate all of your support. Now, what? Right. I just want to. I just want to address this here. The potential career <laughs> miss there. Yeah, there is no potential career miss. There are this. This is <laughs> the other side of what I do is. Uh, not this. Okay, I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> cross dressing. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself in a right old hole here, aren't I? So the, the other side of what I do is I'm a public speaker, entertainer. I go into the world of public speaking through entertainment. If any of you actually really want to check it out, um, should, should we? we no, we, we won't litter um, yeah. the Surfax community with my videos. But if <sighs> if you want to see the other side of what I do apart from sitting on here, then go into Google. Uh, the easiest way to find it is to just type in TV, TV presenter shoots herself in face with nail gun. Now, I didn't shoot anybody in the face with a nail gun, but it will take you to something which I did um, on TV. It was a, an entertainment piece that I did. It's about eight minutes long. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it went viral. I ended up in the New York Times for nearly killing a TV presenter. But uh, <laughs> go and check it out. It's, uh, it's, it's out there to be found. Uh, but yeah, so there is no, there is no uh, career mist. I, I, I am well and truly in the world of entertainment. Just that's, it's better than that. Oh, it's so much better laugh. Yeah. Uh, cool. Anyway. Oh, okay. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Scott, by the way, I worked at Club Med in Malaysia and had to do a lip sync of Bohemian Rhapsody every week. So there you go. See, I'm not the only person that likes to uh, there we go. dress up as Freddy. Anyway, we're going to uh, we're going to wrap that up this evening. We'll be back in 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 a, in a couple of weeks. Uh, if you're in the insiders, keep your eye on your emails because we I think we're doing a live next week. Uh, so that'll be a Zoom live where you can come in and you can chat to us. Yep. But yes, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this evening. Uh, whatever your golden nugget was from this evening, drop it in the comments below. Uh, make sure that you spread the word, share some knowledge with either a friend or somebody out in the water. And yeah. How do you bring up that comment there? Wait a minute. Which one? This one. Uh, just add to broadcast. New Roxy. <laughs> yeah, anyway. On that note, on that note, we are going to disappear. Mercury and, rising. Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm a little bit speechless, to be honest. That was fine. I Thank you. wasn't planning on sharing that. <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in. We will see you uh, on the next on the next live, or we might end up popping up and doing a random one. Uh, yeah. So, so if you've got videos, post them into the Surfax group, because uh, we might just jump in one day when we've got a spare half an hour and just analyse some of your videos and give some comments. So, guys, see you later on. Good night. And, uh, oh, and Jude, good luck tomorrow with the 6 to 10 foot swell. Let us know how you get on. <laughs>